so disappointed that this, this seat or this any of this this door wasn't found like by somebody in Wisconsin. Can you imagine There's that usually call? Some like Bob and Wisconsin, Bob and Spooner, right? You know, yeah, I think I got your door here. I don't know. It looks like it's from an airplane or a spacecraft or something there. I don't know. Hey, go pack. Yeah, tell tell that. Right, I'm inside watching the game here once, and I heard this. I didn't wait until after the game, though, to go why out couldn't, there. Right, why couldn't it have been us? So anyway, we won the game, and then I go out and have a look. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 Wisconsin's Morning News on this Monday morning. The U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is in the hospital this morning, or should I say still in the hospital this morning, following multiple visits, including an elective procedure and a trip to the ICU, the intensive care unit, that apparently... Nobody knew about, including the commander-in-chief. A Pentagon official telling ABC News the 70-year-old four-star general had what was described as a minor elective procedure on December 22nd at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center before returning home the next day. The White House top Pentagon officials and at least the Secretary of State were all unaware of the surgery until after the fact. About a week after that surgery, Austin was admitted to the ICU on New Year's Day after after experiencing severe pain. Still, it was not until three days later on Thursday that officials say the White House was informed. That's ABC's M. Wynn in Washington. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. I wasn't aware of his um, uh, medical issue. Uh, in fact, I, I talked to, to Lloyd last weekend. And didn't come up. <laughs> didn't, like, now they're talking about other more impressive or important things, I, I guess. guess. Other players in this, according to the Associated Press, National Security Council, not aware Deputy Secretary of Defense, whom you'd think would have been notified if, you know, the boss is going in for a medical procedure of some kind, maybe incapacitated. Uh, that's Kathleen Hicks. She wasn't notified until Thursday that Secretary Austin had been hospitalized since January 1st. So that's four or five days there in between. Austin's chief of staff, Kelly Magsiman, was ill and, quote, unable to make notifications before then. All right. So Deputy Secretary of Defense Hicks, as I noted before, uh, was notified Thursday. She was not in a good spot to learn of that because she was on vacation. <laughs> oh, man. She was out of the country. Approved vacation. She was technically you know, on leave, as they say. She was in Puerto Rico. Apparently made plans to return to Washington. The White House is publicly trying to smooth this all over. M. Win again from ABC. The White House is publicly standing by Austin, saying President Joe Biden and Austin spoke on the phone Saturday and that the conversation was warm. But a U.S. official telling ABC News White House aides are angered by the lack of timely notification. Can you imagine not telling your boss? That you might be gone or you, that you're going to be out or yeah. not working anyway for several days because of something like that. Of course you would <laughs> tell somebody. Gotta run you... that up the chain. By the way, the Secretary of Defense is going to be down for a little bit. Especially now. It's not like things are kind of calm at the moment. Got a few things going, right? <laughs> Globally right now, you got Israel, Hamas, the attacks in the Red Sea, Hezbollah yeah, increasingly taking shots, Ukraine, right? Kind of an important job at the moment. Not that it, there's ever a downtime right. for that, but right? Sure. Uh, in a statement, Secretary Austin took responsibility for the delays. I recognize I could have done a better job ensuring the public was appropriately informed. I commit to doing better. It's important for me to say this was my medical procedure, and I take full responsibility for my decision about this enclosure. I think nobody begrudges the guy a, a procedure. He probably did it uh, around the holidays. Depending on what it right? is, right? Oh, <laughs> I no. guess. 
and then maybe to burn was... that flex pen before the end of the year or something. <laughs> right, maybe. Let me get that taken care of before, you know, <laughs> before the deductible kicks in again right. new for next year. Uh, as was alluded to, though, Secretary of Defense, sixth in line of succession as well to the presidency. 715 Sports is coming up next, sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 and Final Act. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. With the postseason at stake, Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers delivered on Sunday afternoon as they beat the rival Chicago Bears at Lambeau Field for the 10th straight time with a 17-9 win to clinch the NFC's number 7 seed and final playoff spot. Third and three, pass to Wicks, and he finds the goal line for the touchdown. The call there on CBS as Love found Wicks for one of their two scores on Sunday. Love was on fire Sunday afternoon, finishing with 316 yards, two touchdowns, while completing over 84% of his throws. And after missing the dance a season ago, making the playoffs this year, Feels quite special for QB1. It means everything. Um, you know, this is the opportunity that we work for all season long. And, uh, you know, obviously coming into it, this was a huge game for us. Um, you know, we've had a couple, our last couple games have really been playoff games. We've had to, had to win those. So, uh, you know, just with our back against the wall, um, I'm just proud of this team. Um, how we fought, stuck together, and uh, put ourselves in position to, to make a playoff run. The Packers, who once sat at 2-5 and five to begin this year, are now headed to Dallas with a head coach who never stopped believing in his team. The thing that kept me believing is watching these guys work and watching the improvements made throughout the course of the season. And a lot of times you see things in practice. I think it all comes back down to that where we're doing some great things and then maybe something goes wrong in a game but you, you there were so many moments throughout the course of the year where they that left me optimistic that we could fight through this thing and it was just about a, a matter of time the Packers are set to take on the Cowboys Sunday afternoon with a 3:30 kickoff that game will be played in Dallas over to the NBA where the struggling bucks return home tonight looking to get back into the win column after dropping three of their last four games, head coach Adrian Griffin following the team's loss on Saturday night to the Houston Rockets. Uh, we had some good production from you know our, our, some of our young guys coming in. Dre was terrific. Marjan was terrific. Uh, we'll figure it out, and Dame will figure it out. You know, it's uh, you know it's always sucks to lose, but you know we win together uh, and we lose together. Milwaukee concluded their three-game road trip going one and two, and they will begin a four-game homestand tonight with the Utah Jazz in town. Tip-off time set for 7 p.m. Buck Shootaround will get you started right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. Real happy with that 3.30 start game time on Very Sunday. Very happy. I did not want a Sunday night game. Worst start time ever. And Monday night, I don't want to wait an extra Monday day. Monday night or right? Wait a whole extra yeah. day? Ugh. It would have been nice for like the injury purposes. We would give guys an extra day, but... I, I'm I'm with you. I do like the 3:30 on Sunday. 7:19 on Wisconsin's morning news. Let's go. It's time to look at the week ahead. Having any fun yet? All right, the week ahead on Wisconsin's Busy. morning news. What can we expect to see on the TVs, in your timelines, in the paper, here on the radio? Yada yada yada. yada. Okay, first off, yeah. So the state GOP can unveil a medical marijuana bill today. So tomorrow they'll fight about it? Is that the expectation? <laughs> no, the fighting's already begun. It's not even out yet. So it'll be a medicinal marijuana bill. It sounds like this would be fairly restrictive, according to the Assembly Speaker, uh, meaning that it won't be very 
it'd be for very specific conditions for a very specific group of people. You'd have to get a prescription and whatnot. You won't see dispensaries all across the state. Okay. All right. The story tomorrow is the snow, of course. We have weather tomorrow all day, at least starting around 6 a and then running into early Wednesday morning. So tomorrow is an interesting day. Keep your eye on the radar for that. That's when the winter storm warning yes. kicks in for some counties away from the lake. Winter mm-hmm. weather advisory all kicking in at 6 a.m. tomorrow. The CES Global Consumer Technology Trade Show opens in Vegas this uh, in the next couple of days. It returns, four-day event. This year, Vince, it's going to heavily be focused on integrating artificial intelligence into just about anything that you can All imagine. of the things. Yeah, so that's running uh, through the weekend in Vegas. On Wednesday, Iowa caucuses will be less than a week away at that point. Another Republican presidential debate taking place in Des Moines that will be held at Drake University. Ah, baby. sweet alma mater, the Eric. Old alma mater. I know, right? What, I've been on that stage yeah. that they've been on, or what they will be on. It'll be Nikki Haley and uh, Ron DeSantis. Those That's are the it, only right? two. Uh, everyone else is not taking part. Uh, the president, former president, I should say, Donald Trump, will be uh, hosting a different event in He's Des taking a pass. The others didn't qualify right. this time around. Also on Wednesday, House Republicans going to start impeaching Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. They'll start that process anyway. Meanwhile, on Thursday, closing arguments take place in the suit brought against the Trump Organization. That's the one in New York there with the New York Attorney General. Uh, Also on Thursday, Hunter Biden heads to court. So we'll get to see him in court. On Friday, a public memorial service will be held for the late U.S. Senator Herb Cole. That's going to take place at Pfizer Forum on Friday. Sports news, of course, we have the National Championship in NCAA football tonight, Michigan oh, and Washington. Then, of course, we have the Packers and Cowboys. 3.30 on Sunday as they start their playoff trek. Brewers went to warm-up is this weekend. That's at a, uh, Saturday and Sunday at the Miller High Life Theater. And also this weekend... And why is this a big deal? Well... Miss America's big deal because Grace Stanky, Wausau's very own, will give up her crown. Hand over the crown. Her term will come to a finish this weekend. The rain. The rain will end. It's not a term, it's a rain. (laughs) (laughs) What will uh, we see next of Grace Stanky? She could do anything, really. And she's been a fantastic Miss America. Maybe, obviously, we're biased because we know her and she's ours and all that, but uh, just super representative of, of our state. News about your money this Thank you, sir. All right, so we now know it's the Dallas Cowboys, and we know it's on Sunday. Brandon Snide looks ahead at these, this Packers playoff edition of sports coming up. The, most, cri- the most critical piece of evidence in the Alaska Airlines blowout has been located. The door from the Boeing 737 MAX 9 that shot off the plane, off the fuselage. In flight. In flight. Landed somewhere in Portland. They did get a call from someone saying they found it. Uh, also missing. The headrests on 25A and 26A were gone. The seat back on 26A was is also missing. The tray table on the back of 26A is also missing. But thankfully, no passengers are missing. No one was blown out of the plane, amazingly. That's the NTSB chair, Jennifer Homendy, there. So, yeah, they got a call from a guy named Bob who said, I think I have the door. Bob is a school teacher in Portland. Uh, so thank you very much, Bob. <laughs> thank you for phoning that in. Thanks and, for letting us know. Hey, yeah. this might belong to you. Um, yeah. Bob contacted us at witness at NTSB.gov. 
with two photos of the uh, door plug uh, and said he found it in his backyard. Right, so now they're going to investigate, try to figure out what's going on here. While Meanwhile, these Boeing 737 MAX 9s are grounded for the time being. You and I were talking about this earlier, about what would you do if you're in that seat right where this gaping hole in the fuselage is? Do you try to unbuckle to get to a better seat that's away from the, the sucking, obviously, if you're... <laughs> well, once the yeah. initial sucking is done, it's just wind flying through there, right? Well, according well, to... And stuff. Yeah. And I don't well, yeah, but that's all that stuff <laughs> goes you. out in the initial explosion, right? Here's what uh, aviation analyst Steve Ganyard said. If you're getting up, walking around before the pilot turns off the fastened seatbelt sign, you're putting yourself at risk. Normally, we talk about it in terms of turbulence. If somebody had been up walking around and this plug had given way, they could have been sucked out of the airplane. Wear your seatbelt when the seatbelt sign is off. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) No problem. I'll do that for you. Don't ever need to go to the bathroom on a plane again. (laughs) Whatever. I'll wait till we get there. So... I'm so disappointed that this seat or this any of this this door wasn't found like by somebody in Wisconsin. Can you imagine There's that usually call? Some like Bob and Wisconsin, Bob and Spooner, right? You know, yeah, I think I got your door here. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like it's from an airplane or a spacecraft or something. There, I don't know. Hey, go pack. Yeah, tell tell that. Right, I'm inside watching the game here once, and I heard this. <laughs> I didn't wait until after the game, though, to go why out couldn't, there. Right, why couldn't it have been us? So anyway, we won the game, and then I go out and have a look. Right? <laughs> this news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. It's Steinhoffel's Dream Vacation Giveaway. Stop in and test dress to Beautyrest Black for your chance to win a trip to Hawaii. Right now, save up to $600 on adjustable base sets. Then get $300 in Steinhoffel's cash, plus a $100 MasterCard Rewards card. Beautyrest Black Queen mattresses start at $52 per month when you use Steinhoffel's 60-month financing. The Dream Vacation Giveaway. Stop into Steinhoffel's today for your chance to win. Seven forty-three, Wisconsin's morning news. No, what? It's been a year since the whole Sean Went episode. So, if you found a plane <laughs> door in your backyard, yes. who would you call? Mul- <laughs> multiple texts. One, two, three, four on the old National Bank talking text line, suggesting if if one were to find an airplane door in their backyard, you might call Sean. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went. And I said, Sean, I need some help. He'd haul that away for you. <laughs> yeah. Seen this door here. What to make of the uh, weather situation? So Tuesday is going to be a pretty active day. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. We got the advisory. We got a watch. We got a warning. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Tyler Moore on that. The WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team alert is the winter storm warning. That takes effect about this time tomorrow, sir. A little bit earlier, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. That goes to 3 o'clock a.m. Wednesday. So the strange situation will be, what do you do knowing that the start of the yeah. morning will likely be okay for the most part as far as going to work, going to school, going to different things? It's the getting home. Yeah, the wet and heavy snow that could right. be several inches. And then could have some blowing around as well as it remains a bit on the breezy side. So we've got Storm T- uh, WTMJ meteorologist Craig Copleen Joining us at 810 this morning, he's going to walk us through the uh, totals that are expected or projected at this point and some of the timing on that so you can plan ahead for the week. And then actually it looks like snow is going to be an issue maybe Wednesday, maybe a little bit Thursday, maybe Friday again. So here we go. 
winter, as they say, is coming. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After failing to win and get in the tournament a season ago, the Green Bay Packers are officially playoff bound. As Love on third and one, wants to go up top, looks to the end zone, the pass is on the money for the touchdown. Dontavian Wicks. The call there on CBS as the Packers clinched their spot in the playoffs with a 17-9 win over the Chicago Bears at Lambeau Field, their 10th straight win over the Bears. Love would finish the day tossing for 316 yards and two touchdowns, and in his first year as a starting NFL quarterback, is headed to the postseason. The main thing that we did was stick together. Um, everybody came, came into the building, find ways to try and get better, um, improve themselves, and make the team better. So um, it's, it's obviously been a process for us. It hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of ups and downs, but uh, you know we stuck together and we're able to get on a win streak. And like I said, put ourselves in this position. So. You know, credit to everybody in the locker room. Aaron Jones also with a big day on the ground. He finished with 111 yards on 22 carries, becoming the first running back since 2003 to have three straight 100-yard games. You can all see it. I mean, he's a difference maker, right? His his ability to be out there and get explosive gains and, you know, fight for some tough yardage, break tackles, both in the run game, pass game. He does a great job. He just, he definitely, he takes a lot of pressure off other people. The Packers officially punching their ticket to Dallas as they get set to take on the Cowboys in the NFC wildcard round on Sunday. That kickoff is all set for 3.30. And lastly, over to the NBA where the Milwaukee Bucks will look to get some home cooking started after dropping three of their last four games. Milwaukee's two-time MVP, Giannis Adenokounmpo, not only calling on himself, but his team to be better down the stretch. Right now we we, we playing a, a, a type of basketball, especially defensively, that is not us. We have to be better. In order for us to win, we have to be better. We cannot just rely on our offense or scoring 130 points, 140 points every single night. It's not, it's not going to work that way. we got to take it personal. The Bucks will welcome in the Utah Jazz tonight to begin a four-game homestand at Pfizer Forum. Tip-off time set for seven. Bucks shoot around. We'll get you ready beginning at six right here on WTMJ. And real quick, Vince, Black Monday continuing on in the NFL. Ron Rivera out in Washington. He joins Arthur Smith. I was going to say, somebody Falcons. else got whacked already yeah. before him, right? It's going to keep coming. Keep coming throughout well, the day. It's not even hardly Monday yet. <laughs> Joe Barry's still safe, though. Well, at least for another for week, right? <laughs> 7.49, Mark Tauscher joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. Yeah, I think if you're looking at, from an expectation standpoint, where we were, I'm still looking at this season in a big success. Innovative. This season has went very well, and if you can add in getting a playoff game and going down and playing a Dallas Cowboy team really tough at their place. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you could look at that and say, mission accomplished. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. All of those things said, as we uh, entered into the segment, Tausch, I don't get the sense whatsoever that Matt LaFleur or anybody in that Packers locker room is entirely content at this point to say, well, we made it. No, there's there's definitely, an, and as I was just listening to that, that's what media people and fans can say, 
players and coaches and front office are always going for more. But I'll ask you this. How many times did I ever smoke a cigar in Lambeau Field's locker room? <clears throat> Never. And I thought last night, just to let you know how big of a deal last night was, because of the way this season played out, not to say that this team isn't going to dump everything they can to go down to Dallas and beat Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys and keep this Green Bay Packer, uh, I'm not going to say ownership, but Green Bay just beating and ripping the souls out of the Dallas Cowboys. This season has been such a raging success because of the way Brian Gutekunst drafted, the players played, and what Matt LaFleur did really from October on in fighting that October swoon and getting this team to play offensively as good as they are. Uh, It's just been an unbelievable season, and it can only get better. It's always nice when you go out to Vegas and that first night you hit it big. And you're there for three more days, and all of a sudden you're saying, you know what, I can now play. You can play a lot freer because you're not sitting there. I only got 300 bucks left. I, if we lose this, I don't even know if we're going to get home. I, can't, I don't have an Uber. I can't get a cab. <laughs> so you have all this house money to play with, and that can be really freeing and a lot of fun. Eric saw Coach McCarthy talking about the matchup, and I think he was asked something to the effect of, you know, well, you're playing your old team, whatever. He ain't interested in hearing about Yeah, he's about like, yeah, that, whatever. Right? You guys can talk about that all you want. <laughs> he's like, it's a playoff game. It's already important. Uh, yeah, it. it I, I and if I'm Mike, I do the same thing, but it is going to be the major storyline. And Mike, unfortunately, all of the pressure is on him. All of the pressure is on the Dallas Cowboys because the Packers are ascending. Uh, everybody kind of knows where we're heading. And the Dallas Cowboys, this is a year-to-year proposition. And Mike McCarthy's done a great job in Dallas. But they know they have to win playoff games. That's what it's all about. And if you would not be able to get it done with a veteran team at home, you've won 16 straight, you're seven-and-a-half-point favorites, all of those things, if you get beat – by the Green Bay Packers down there, there's a good chance that'll cost you your job. So you factor all that in. The pressure is going to be on it, but Mike is right. It's a playoff game. There is an inordinate amount of pressure anyways, and that's what's so unique about this Packers team this year. We should enjoy this as fans because you know how we came into it. Well, we don't know how the season's going to go. We don't know this. This will be the last year that we won't have monster expectations going into a season again because now Jordan Love, everybody unanimously saying he's the guy, and it's going to be playoffs and championships or bust moving forward. We had a one-year respite where it was, oh, we're the young, plucky, up, uh, up-and-coming underdog team, and fortunately, I, I'm, I'm not shocked, but the fact that this is already – eight-month process, and now it's moving forward. Whenever this playoff push ends, all of offseason and next season is going to be this team should compete for a championship, and that is a testament to Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur. Man, I really like where we landed, too, in terms of, I mean, look, if they told me we had to play Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., I'd be fine with it. <laughs> but, but the 3.30 Sunday, I, I, I love that kickoff time. It's working out well for me personally. Yeah, well, that's really what it's all about, right, Vinny. Yeah, and, I, right. and I was saying on Green Bay game night last night, I think for the Packers, uh, the matchup with Detroit would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Bay would have – I don't know what the spread would have been. It would have been tight because Green Bay already showed when Detroit was even more healthy right. that they can go up there and win. Mm-hmm. So I think that would have been a great matchup to advance. 
But from a media standpoint and from a weeks long of being able to talk about the McCarthy and everything else, this Dallas matchup is really sexy for all of us, too. Hey, Tosh, can you text McCarthy quick, just get in his head a little bit? Yeah, what do you want me to say? Hey, so you nervous about the game? All <laughs> <laughs> so, pressure's coming on you, this, hey, Eric? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a day to come up with something better than that, and I'll text that. How's awesome. that? Awesome. Okay. All right, we'll awesome. come up with something. <laughs> we can do that. All we right, can just make Tosh text people for us. <laughs> 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 Thanks, buddy. So I